0: Football fan looking for the latest analysis and news on the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're in the right place. Black and teal, baby. Welcome to the Gen Jag Podcast with your host, Jordan DeLugo. Move those
1: chains. Here's your host, Jordan.
2: What up, Duval? Welcome to the 56th episode of the Gen Jag Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan DeLugo, joined as always by Scott Klein and Hunter Evans. Scott Klein is uh, recovering from a illness that he sustained after the can't get its claws after me, me. After the Jaguars were able to take down the Seahawks in Week fifteen, Week fourteen. Excuse I me. I
1: haven't been right since. I
0: hate to see what a Super Bowl does to you. Oh so my God! <laughs> I gotta, I gotta just
2: call out sick for. Yeah. A he wasn't hunt. with us last week, and neither was Hunter. I did a solo episode, if y'all remember. Which, did either of y'all listen to that? I did. I thought I did you pretty did. good by yeah. myself. You, you
0: called me out pretty early. I thought about quitting. <laughs> <laughs> i done, but no, it was, it was good. It was weird. Just It was like 45 minutes long.
2: I was just talking to myself <laughs> the whole time. But it, it was wasn't good, too bad. Though. No, it was good. I mean, it sucks that it had to be on the Seahawks week, but yeah. you know. But we're all back. The gang's all back. We've got Hunter Evans, at Coach H underscore Evans on Twitter. Scott Klein, at Klein one on Twitter. And you can find me at Jordan DeLugo. Got a lot to get into today. This episode, as all our episodes, brought to you by Bold City Brewery. You can find them online at BoldCityBrewery.com. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Bold City Brewery. And they've got us uh, three new beers today. We've got a couple that we're already sipping on here. The Parking Citation Wheat Saison. I'm assuming that is probably, well, obviously it's a great (laughs) beer, but I think the name's probably in reference to the parking citations that the Bold City crew receives downtown sometimes. (laughs) Parking on the uh, parallel parking down there, metered parking. And then we've also got a Fromage Fume. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Savory IPA. Both of these can be uh, purchased and enjoyed over at the downtown location on East Bay Street. Uh, The tap room over at their original location on Roselle has a little bit less experimentation (coughs) stuff, more of just the standard Bold City Brewery beers, but both are great. And if you do go by the downtown one, you can of course get their classic beers. Duke's, Killer Whale, 1901, all the good stuff. The good stuff. But... Uh, we are going to save the third beer for our pop top segment, and uh, it's helping out with a uh, special little uh, new business in Jacksonville that's pretty cool that we'll share with you once we get to the pop top segment. And like I said, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, we've got a watch party coming up this weekend, our first watch party in a few weeks, as Scott and Hunter. Exchange coughs over here. <laughs> I'm going to be fighting it the whole time. I apologize in advance. <laughs> so, yeah. Watch Party Bricks tap house Game is at 4.05 this weekend. It's on the West Coast against the 49ers. Excited to get back out at Bricks and get after it. Have a good time with everybody out there at the beach. So, come and see us. We'll be out there probably around 3.30. Game starts at 4.05. There will be complimentary brunch until 1 if you want to get out there early. Drink specials all day, and that's at Brick, Brick's Tap House. You can find them online at JacksonvilleBeachBar.com, and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Brick's <clears throat> Tap House. Uh, we've also got a lot of fun merchandise coming out lately. Uh, we've got our Welcome to Saxonville shirts. You can get them as a uh, long sleeve, a T-shirt, or a hoodie. We're gonna get. Um, Assuming everything goes well this weekend, there will be some division championship gear coming out. Oh um, shit. Oh shit. Who would have thought? <laughs> and then we've also got some Jackson 5 for the secondary showing them some love coming out. That's going to be our first white t-shirt ever, which is weird. I mean, a lot of t-shirts are white. I just like black shirts. So, yeah. So that's probably why we've only done black ones and teal ones. But yeah, we'll get out the Jackson 5
0: that week as well. So yeah, lots of fun stuff. AJ is my boy. Eh? Locked uh, down the bank. Might be my two favorite shirts, locked down the bank, and AJ is my boy. Eh?
2: Yeah. So go check those out, those out at jenjag.com. And uh, you can click on the Jenjag gear tab, which is just the second little tab at the top there. If you're on desktop, if you're on mobile, it's the second tab from the top on the menu. And yeah, show us some love. And if you do order something, make sure to review it. That's a new feature on our shop. People can review our products. So, obviously, it's going to be all five star reviews. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, it's a good product. All our shirts are 60 40 cotton poly blend. So, it's all
0: creative.
2: Yeah. If you ordered it and you didn't like it, I don't know (laughs) what the disconnect is. (laughs) I wanted it. Now I don't. So, anyways. (laughs) Go review us if you can. Also, review the podcast on iTunes Podcast. That would help us out a lot. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us, Generation Jaguar. Jaguars had a hell of a game this past weekend at the bank. they beat the Texans 45-7. to Just an absolute domination of the division rival Texans. And... We're going to get into that. We're going to get into Blake Bortles' play of late. We're going to get you an injury report. We will preview Jaguars 49ers for the weekend. Take you around the AFC South. And uh, we'll also look at the Jaguars' Pro Bowlers. We'll actually go ahead and get into the Pro Bowlers right now. Four Jaguars made the Pro Bowl. Malik Jackson, defensive tackle. Calais Campbell, defensive end slash defensive tackle. Jalen Ramsey, cornerback. A.J. Boye, cornerback. Are we happy? Are we upset? Do we care either way? Obviously, you're happy for these four guys. Yeah, I
0: mean, I feel like we're happy because it's the first time in a long time the Jaguars have had uh, you know, more than one guy that deserves it. Um, what? Allen Robinson? Really? Maybe Blake Bortles, what, two, three years ago? Yeah, Bortles did not get in. Wasn't He, he wasn't a reserve?
2: I don't think so. Okay.
0: But, I mean... Four guys all deserving, beyond mm. deserving, but I feel like there definitely was some snubs. How'd oh, yeah. not get in? Yeah. I, I don't understand bizarre. how Bohannon doesn't get in when he's leading the votes Yeah, the whole time. Number one rush offense, two rushing touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns like during the thick of Pro Bowl voting, too. Yeah, I, so you know fans were seeing that. It's the, it's the Patriots, the
2: bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Devlin, the Patriots fullback who doesn't even play very often.
1: No. So I, that's I, it. That doesn't make sense to me. I, do, I don't understand how the Raiders got two offensive line, linemen on the Pro Bowl when they have having a subpar year. Yeah,
2: I don't necessarily yeah. think the Jaguars deserve to have any offensive linemen on the Pro Bowl. I do agree the Raiders probably shouldn't, but offensive linemen, it's the name recognition. Yeah, And the Raiders, people recognize their offensive yeah. linemen. Because they've been heralded as one of the best offensive lines for a couple years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could argue for Linder. You might argue for Cam Robinson, but the ankle injury really brought his play down for
0: two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. I would say those two. But, I mean, you can go down the list and, like, have... They're all good. You could have a side-by-side comparison, though. Telvin Smith got snubbed. Yeah. Right. And, again, that is less about
2: Telvin and the voting than it is about the way the... Probable um voting is structured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I just think there's no way a four three outside linebacker and a three four outside linebacker should be in the same category.
0: No, I agree, but at the same time I feel like Telvin should have got in equally, maybe above like Orion Shazier. Right? But I again, think, again he plays in Pittsburgh. Yeah, name He was recognition, a first round draft pick. But if you look off tape and stats, Telvin gets in, I think. He mm-hmm. should. There's no uh, question about it, and then you go down and to should be in. Terrell yeah. Suggs gets in, but Unique Ngakwe it's doesn't get in. Yeah, but that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I think it just—I mean, even Bohannon, Bohannon should get in. Um, Fournette should get in. Like,
2: there's no question about it. He's uh, third in the league in rushing touchdowns. He's going to eclipse a thousand yards rushing. He's been very, very good out of the backfield, which Ooh. nobody gave him credit for besides us here on the podcast.
0: I mean, honestly,
2: you remember how mad I uh, used to be about that. Yeah,
0: he can't catch. He's a one. He's a first down back. He, he yeah, was, it's just sure. ridiculous. I guess that's what you got to expect being the Jaguars. I mean,
2: honestly, to Sean Gibson, he probably deserves it more yeah. than just about anyone. I agree. Four I interceptions mean, at free safety so far this year. You're not seeing him get beat much.
0: How does a guy like Jaden Mickens not make it as a? Yeah, special the teamers. Not the yeah. you're telling me that Tyreek Hill is a better special who team hasn't player. really
1: returned punts this year. No,
0: he gets in because well, he's a he's a, a guy people want. And Mickens a is a half season guy, yeah. and
2: so is Josh Lambo, who is a guy that if he was playing here the full season, he'd be in probably too. They, he has one missed <clears> field goal. They need to <laughs> for run. the Jags.
0: I personally think they need they to restructure want. how the Pro Bowl voting is done. Yeah, they absolutely should. It's slightly too much and it probably sounds bad, but it's too much on the fan vote at a certain point. Like let the players vote a little bit, let coaches I think
2: sometimes vote. players are as ignorant as fans. Though. Yeah. They are, but I think They're if like, you oh, asked, that guy was really good when I played him last year and they have no idea what he's done this
0: year. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, but I mean at a certain point fans don't know everything. They're no. it's it's a popularity contest and that takes away from
2: But at least if it was a popularity contest contest that was structured properly in terms of the positions that would make it better.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Jaguars are always going to struggle in the play in the Pro Bowl. Well, maybe not always. I Not mean, always, I, but if yeah. they go to the playoffs
2: this year and then they have another season next year, like they did this year. You're going to see unique get in for sure. You're
0: going to see these other for sure. Get in. But being a smaller market where you're not going to be shown nationally. Yeah, like, if they're not the, having a historic season or a you know top three season
2: exactly. in terms of standings. Like they are this year. And they're really... They're had, not going to be as popular.
1: And like like Hunter was saying, they haven't really had a lot of national games. Even the Seahawks, even game. The Seahawks game. And was, they will.
2: They will next year. We um, hope.
0: And we will then, in January. You
2: know, this... The Jaguars did get a ton of exposure in the late 90s nationally. Um, they didn't as much in the mid-2000s when they were really good for a few seasons. And... That really is about the personality of the team, in my opinion. This Jaguars team has so much personality. Yeah. And so much swag. I mean, you look at Jalen Ramsey, he has the most swag in the NFL by far. Yeah. I don't think anyone's close. No. And he backs it up more than anyone else. Uh, AJ Boye, he's got his own style of swag, and you do not want to throw at him. Yeah. He's made some ridiculous catches this year. He's, you know, six interceptions on the season, and one of the best... Uh,
0: in my opinion, Flyers. he's the best corner in the league right now. It's crazy. Yeah. 100%. You look at what Calais Campbell has
2: done. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a guy that has the name recognition around the league from the Cardinals. And he's had the, by far his best season in the NFL so far with the Jaguars. He's already at 14 and a half sacks. Um, and then you look at Malik Jackson. He's another guy who has name recognition. He was the star of the... Uh, Broncos defense on their Super Bowl run, you know, he really had his coming out party in that playoffs and then right after that he goes and gets 90 million dollars on the free agent market from the Jaguars. People know that name. So what you see here is the guys that people know made yeah. it. So yeah, it definitely goes to a popularity contest, but it is what it is. If you want to uh, check out a little bit more about the Pro Bowl guys that made it for the Jaguars, you can check out UCF Jaguar on Twitter or on his YouTube channel, on Twitter he's at UCF underscore Jaguar. He has a nice video breaking down the Pro Bowl uh, and giving his perspective on that. Also, you can check out uh, UCF Jaguars done some video blogs or vlogs, if you will, from uh, Jaguars Gen JAG tailgates and games. And Jacob Wolf, who's uh, our one of our marketing people and also just a huge Gen JAG member. He has been doing vlogs for the last two home games, and they've been pretty cool. You can see kind of what the tailgates are all about, people having a good time. And that's a lot of fun. You can find those at jimjag.com. So, Blake Bortles is trash?
1: <laughs>
2: question mark? After the Jaguars whipping of the Texans, Javien and Clowney, the Texans' um, outside linebacker, yeah. He's a pass rusher. He's not... I mean, 3-4 outside linebacker is just such a joke that that's called an outside linebacker to me. Getting back to that Pro Bowl kind of thing. But uh, Clowney, he's a pass rusher. Uh, he's a bit of a clown in terms of some of the stuff he says. And he's a guy that came into the league as more hyped than even Miles Garrett.
1: Oh, there's no doubt. Honestly.
0: The most hyped pass rusher of all time. He was supposed to be easily. Easily one of the most destructive best defensive players to ever come into the NFL.
1: He might have the most played highlight of all time. Oh, yeah. South Carolina. Carolina.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that was just amazing. Uh, But he uh, has developed into a very good player. He's not the best pass rusher. He's a good pass rusher. He's not the best run defender. He's a good run defender. But he's a very good player. The Jaguars have been able to handle him pretty well throughout his career so far. But he had the audacity after the game to call Blake Bortles, who just put up over 300 yards, over 70% completion, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a trash quarterback. And Blake Bortles really took it in stride when he was asked about it. He was like, if how we're playing and how I'm playing is trash, then I'm fine being trash. Call
1: me the trash man. (laughs) I think
2: the
0: best part about his comment, though, is if you just read the quote and kind of read it slightly – It almost is out of context, which makes it less amazing than it really was. Because they didn't even ask him about Clowney. They just said, what do you think about people talking about you? And he kind of just goes on. He's like, you know, I don't really (laughs) listen to any of that. And he just kind of sneaks it in there. The way he snuck it in was just like, "Pretty it's pretty (laughs) good.
2: Regardless of how you feel his play on the field is, he is excellent yeah.
0: in uh, press conferences and any sort of media talk, talking to the media. He's awesome. He's open. He's he's like what you would expect the Jaguars quarterback, this kind of like town to be. Yeah, he's like but the complete opposite of Blaine Gabbert. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: In, in the best way possible. <laughs> uh, so, we'll get into his play here in a little bit when we get into the Texans recap and talk about that. But, yeah, so he took it in stride. <laughs> Jaguars fans have been much less forgiving of (laughs) Jadavion Clowney than Blake Bortles was. So, fans are now going on Amazon and sending trash cans and trash bags to Jadavion Clowney at 2NRG Park in Houston, Texas. (laughs) so so
1: fantastic.
0: uh, Apparently now it's Savageville.
1: Savageville, yeah.
2: Yeah, um... It doesn't quite ring as well, but no, it's funny.
0: It's it's hilarious. Yeah. And I think it's funny that the first people to come out and talk negatively about it have been the Texans fans and Titans fans. So like only five people did it. I've seen like over a hundred people have oh, yeah. sent trash cans. Yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, I doubt <laughs> it's amazing. I doubt planning will
2: ever see these. Obviously the Texans will try to <laughs> Just throw away the trash I just, cans. I just, I picture, I just <laughs> pictured
1: Jadavia and Cloudy walking up the, the hallway and they're like, Get rid of them. Guys, come on. Get rid of them. Yeah, just of Mr.
0: Clowny, you have a order of 200 trash cans. we got to get these out you? of do you, How do you handle that if you're the... <laughs> you just, do you throw them out? You can just put them in the other trash cans. would be like, I don't know, donate them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. where you donate them, but like find something to Whoever do. Whoever needs something. trash cans, we got you. It's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Savage. Stay savage, Duval. We love you.
2: <laughs> and uh, let's go ahead and get into the injury update here. The Jaguars have been without Alan Hearns since he got injured in week 11. And uh, they've been without Fournette for just the last game. But he's been he's been battling injuries, even though he hasn't been on the injury report much lately. Now he has a quad. He Fournette was back at practice uh, both days so far. Wednesday and Thursday. And Hearns has also been back at practice. He was limited on Wednesday. I believe he might have been limited as well today. But good to have both of those guys back. Marquise Lee, he's missed two consecutive practices. You hope you can get him back um, for this weekend. But if you can't, the good thing is Hearns is probably coming back nets coming back, so the run game should be able to shoulder a little bit more of the load. And you've got Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, and Jaden Mickens all playing well. So uh, nothing too big there. Larry Pinkard, reserve wide receiver, he's out with a concussion. So the Jaguars are relatively healthy. It's good. uh, To be at this point in the season where you're trying to lock up your playoff seating... And uh, stay healthy getting into the playoffs. They're in good position to do that right now. You yeah. Never know what's going to happen game to game. But at this point, they're in good position for sure. Yeah, I remember
1: when we used to lead the league in IR designations. <laughs> and it's, it seems like a far <clears> cry <throat> from that with how few names are really on this list. Yeah. It's awesome.
2: It really is. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the injury update. Let's go ahead and get into Jaguars-Texans. 45-7. to 7. Uh, sending the Texans back to Houston, uh, you
0: know, beat up, battered, <clears throat> roots. I mean, 45-7 to seven was closer than the game really was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it,
1: I, I, I was listening to I mean, it. We only
0: scored 14 second-half points, and that's because... Chad Henney was in <laughs> and in they the just fourth the quarter, and you know. they in yeah, the ball. Yeah, basically the third,
2: or after the third quarter of the game, that the Jaguars weren't doing anything to try to do.
0: And even in the third points. quarter, you could tell how yeah. just okay they were with just running the ball and getting out of there. Yeah. I mean, Corey Grant was in the game the whole second half. And he played really well. He did. Yeah. He ended he did. up with
2: 10 carries for 69 yards, kind of carried the running game there in the fourth quarter, and the running game ended up having <clears throat> 130-some-odd yards, so... Without Fournette, obviously Ivory struggled in the game. He averaged sure. about two point something yards a
0: carry. But I think it is what it is. The one of the best things though that's helping happened with this Paul Fournette thing is like a guy like T.J. Yeldon has really showed his worth when it comes to this team. Yeah, uh, you know they're not. He's never gonna be a, a number one guy, mm-hmm. and he's never gonna make the big bucks, but. Damn, you have him in your, on you know on your, on your roster is huge. Yeah, he's no, able no to question. go you know play a lot of different positions, you know in the slot and different stuff. But I, mean, I thought he had a pretty good game, especially catching the ball. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's big for him
1: because I, I believe this is contract year for him. So he yeah, has he needs to it. be able to get on the field as much as he can. And Leonard being out it hurts the team, but it helps DJ. It <laughs> does mean, try and just get some tape.
2: Yeah, it does. And you know if Fournette's resting he's not further hurting himself and he's getting yeah. more ready for the playoffs. I mean when it comes down to it you might just need him for three games yeah we'll get into the playoff scenarios a little bit later but it's true uh, we'll see how that goes the bank was rocking for the second straight week like it was <laughs> a serious playoff atmosphere yeah. there was
0: no empty seats. Uh, it was just loud from the get go. Yeah,
1: it it really was. It was a completely different place. It was yeah. so loud. I was li- I was listening while well, we were driving back from Charleston, so I missed the first half. Um, I was listening to it on the radio. It was hard to hear Frank Franchi at times. Yeah, it was it just was loud because there was so much background noise. It was loud, and I think the activity,
0: like the people standing, was different. It wasn't just yeah. people sitting. Like a lot yeah. of people are engaged. And, the, I mean, the wave went for, God, it felt like forever. Yeah. Every couple minutes, it'd be like, here it comes again. I'm like, God, stop. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind the wave. I don't either, but. I don't get
2: the guys that hate the
0: wave. Me neither. I, I don't understand it. It's distracting to me. I'd it's rather not, not. I can
2: take it or leave it, though. It's, it's whatever.
0: It's me. part of the atmosphere. It's the whole.
1: I'm the one guy that's sitting down. That's I don't going, care Whoa. what you do in the stands. Like,
0: <laughs> as long as you're not being an asshole to somebody, like, do what you want to do. Yeah, it's better than paid... cheering on offense,
1: guy. Yeah, exactly. It's better I mean, than that. Cheering on offense, guys, the worst. He's
0: awful. Just the overall atmosphere, and even like getting there. We got there. I think I got there about I don't know 10:30 or something. The atmosphere in the the parking lot was completely different. Let like me well.
1: ask. How was getting into the game? It was actually a lot better than. It I was thought. better than Seahawks. You oh, got God, in pretty yeah. quick. Seahawks was awful. Yeah, I, I, It was. Yeah, it was unbelievable how long. But I they probably weren't ready
2: for that. They haven't had anything like that in a really long time, and yeah. you know, maybe a week of dealing with it, they were able to fine-tune some things and, and we got things moving quicker. We
0: we walked up probably about I don't know, 12:20 or something, but we were in pretty quick. We were well, in yeah. before kickoff. Right, I, I mean, you got in late because I yeah. saw you walking on the stairs.
2: Yeah, we always do because it's like we get done packing up the yeah. tailgate, get over there at like twelve fifty, and then if there's a line, it's like oh god. But it's all good. We had a great time, and you know, if there's a little extra line to get into the stadium because the Jaguars are kicking ass, so be it. Yeah, you. The one <laughs> thing though, I'll
0: say that you did not see a lot of were not many Texans fans. No there was yeah. a shit ton of Jaguars jerseys and shirts Yeah, I good. did not see many Texans people it was a couple JJ Watt jerseys here and there and I think maybe a couple like I don't know Deshaun Watson I sat next to like a 5 year old girl that was in a JJ Watt Yeah, and I tried to convince Just her to change her all the whole time <laughs> she didn't want to switch but whatever uh, no it was like no Texans fans and that was amazing yeah even in the visitor section like you look over directly across it was all the, teal it should be
2: yeah all teal that's right beautiful All-teal
0: stadium uh, beautiful. so
2: yeah it is a beautiful thing to see that in Jacksonville because you haven't seen it in so long and you know sports mania the local sports stores it has been reflecting in terms of sales without question oh yeah, I mean sold out weren't they before the Seahawks game yeah they're they're trying to get uh more merch from us like every day you know what I mean it's... and they're ordering more and more from all the different vendors Nike and everybody but uh hard to complain about that yeah it's awesome to see and like our personal on our on genjag.com our online sales have been way up the last few days people have been ordering a lot
0: of stuff for christmas so and we're right next to the pro shop or the nfl shop or whatever inside the stadium 216 yeah and the amount of people there buying stuff is ridiculous And also the visitor's section, have you noticed it gets smaller and smaller each week? (laughs) Like earlier in the season, it was a big section of like visitors' clothes. Yeah. And this week the Texans had like just a sliver. Good. Get out of here.
2: Nobody wants no part of this. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing.
0: About time. Yeah. So Bortles
2: continued his strong play. He's now been by far the best quarterback in December in the entire NFL. Let me say that again. Blake Bortles has been by far the best quarterback in the
0: NFL in December. That's crazy. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I always believe in you, Blake. <laughs> uh, you can listen to old podcasts. Hunter has certainly been Blake's <laughs> biggest supporter on the podcast. Like I've been one of the biggest supporters maybe in the city. Like, Listen yeah. to the radio and all these people. I've always had this little like piece of me that believed in him, and it's finally coming true.
2: Yeah, and I don't think Scott and I ever completely wrote Blake off like some people have. We've been extremely critical and
1: been at the point where it's like, if he continues to play like
2: this, there's no way he's here next year.
1: Yeah, I kind of, I kind of booted him out. <laughs> like, but I think like for six, the most part, six, like, eight weeks ago, early early
0: podcast, we've talked about how this is this is it for him. Like, yeah, and really, even, it,
1: this shouldn't even be his chance. Even a month ago, you were still like, he's just not getting it done
0: the only time and i the know the,
1: offensive line and wide receivers weren't getting it done at that time too <laughs> yeah yeah I, it's I mean, just a flip just a switch
0: went off in his head and for the people to me the people that are calling it a fluke is kind of frustrating because I, we talked about this before the podcast is a,
1: a bad football player doesn't have this kind of streak you don't you don't play the best but <clears throat> you don't play the best you're not the best player at your position for a month if you're in the that, NFL. That, no. Yeah. A, a, a <laughs> terrible
0: a NFL quarterback, they're always going to be better than the average quarterback, no matter what. But at the end of the day, a terrible NFL quarterback does not have a amazing NFL streak like this. You can have a game. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, just to show how great <laughs>
2: the streak is statistically, I mean, averaging over 300 yards a game, seven touchdowns, no interceptions, he's completing over 70% of his passes, his quarterback rating is over 128. What else do you want from this guy?
0: He's throwing dimes deep he's down the one field. He's one throwing sack, two sacks. He's been past, sacked twice in the, the past offensive three line. Years. Yeah, twice <clears> in the <throat> last three games. And it's not all offensive. I mean, offensive line been playing amazing. Yeah. But Bortles' ability to avoid pressure,
1: his best <laughs> been throw. Unbelievable.
0: His best throw, maybe in his career, probably his career, and one of the best throws I've ever seen. I said it when it happened on Sunday. Yeah, you
1: texted the group. The
0: throw backpedaling, kind of avoiding pressure off his back foot. Over Kevin Johnson. Told.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: I mean, come on. There's people There's people in the NFL that can't make that throw. It's not an easy throw. Because the, the touch with the velocity that you have to have on that throw is almost impossible to have.
2: Yeah. He's just been laying them out there <coughs> yeah. consistently the last three weeks. Yeah. And really, against... <laughs> the Cardinals he was not as good as he has been the last three weeks, but But I feel like we there was a lot of drops and we're there was also judging no time it. Yeah. for him and to
0: get rid of the ball properly.
2: So And know, we're judging a lot of that off of the, the last throw.
0: his last major throw. Exactly. You know, and I can think of three games off the top of my head that have just been bad. Uh the Jets game he didn't play well. No. No, he, no one really and played. And he'll come well. out and say he played well. Yeah, nobody played well. That's a weird uh game. the Chargers, he played well, the fourth quarter was bad. So it makes everything played, look yeah, three really quarters. bad. It made the Rams, he didn't play very well. But yeah. he's just been playing good football. He's at what, 19 touchdowns? 8 yeah. interceptions? 19
2: <clears throat> touchdowns, passing, 8 interceptions. He's well over 60% completions on the season. About 3,000 yards. Uh, I don't know the yardage right now. If top <coughs> in my head, I can check it out here. But he's also... Uh, got two rushing touchdowns that he got against the Cardinals. So he's a guy right now that's scored 21 touchdowns. Yeah. with Only eight interceptions. It's almost a three-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio if
0: you include his rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's at 80 touchdowns right now. Passing in his career. That's yeah. a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and now mm-hmm. when,
2: you go and, when you're looking at stats and you look at some of the other great quarterbacks from the past that uh, their stats over their first four seasons... Blake Bortles, his numbers are Americans, very nice, yeah, comparable Bortles. comparably to like a guy like Drew Brees.
0: Um, so I, mean, I, we, I feel we, like we could talk, like we could all agree, and most everybody in the world will agree. Blake Bortles is never going to be. I don't think he'll ever be an elite quarterback. He's never going to be Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning. It's just not going to happen. But I seriously believe, and I think with like greatly. Not just being a fan or a Bortles lover. Like, I greatly think Bortles could be the... Uh, what's the, I'm trying to think. Damn, I just had it in my head. Like a uh, Alex Smith kind of guy. I think he could be <clears throat> better than that. Uh, but I that mean, kind of guy. yeah, Where he kind of reinvents his career. And obviously, hopefully it's not a different place like Alex Smith had yeah. to do. But if he can reinvent his career and just be that guy. That's never going to be super flashy, but he's always going to get the job done. And I mean, if you ask me, he's been <clears throat> flashy as hell over the last three weeks. Yeah, I just think it's it's flashy in a different way. He's not. I don't think he's that elite caliber guy. He's, he's never not the precision <clears throat> passer. Every play, play in, no. play out. He's not the precision
2: drop back quarterback like Tom Brady that just knows exactly where to step in the pocket and the perfect release time, perfect release no, point, just, all that stuff. He's a baller. He's that's, got that's he's he got is. the
1: potential and the playmaking <laughs> ability of I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but like kind of Brett Favre <clears throat> where he took some chances, he threw a lot of interceptions, he's but he put up big numbers. Very, if he can get just some sort of consistency, very Brett It's always Favre-ish. been he's always been capable We as Jaguars fans, we've seen what he's capable of doing. It's just is he going to put it together for four quarters? Yeah. yeah. For two games, three games, yeah, yeah. for a quarter of a season. Half, he's Half Far
2: in Big Ben's body, but more yeah. athletic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think. And, you know, he's, he's obviously shown that he can cut down on the interceptions while still throwing the ball quite a lot over the last three weeks. He's been putting the ball in the air quite 30, a bit.
0: 30 times a game. So like
2: yeah. That. And he's not been throw, throwing turnovers. I mean,. The last three weeks, his quarterback ratings have been 119.8, 123.7, and 143.8.
1: He's gutted for that perfect oh. score. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. that's, that.
2: he's
0: building each week in terms yeah. of his efficiency. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Bortles. I've been a fan of Bortles. I would like to and I th- conclude our Bortles talk here for a little while. Can we just finish on okay. one thing? One thing. Because I texted y'all this a couple of weeks ago, I think. People are gonna say that it was because the offense has become more easy, or they've tried to simplify it, but it hasn't. Like they've each, done different things. But
2: look at the throws he's making.
0: Yeah, they're ridiculous. It's he's becoming comfortable though. Yeah. he's becoming comfortable that there's a defense behind him that's gonna be amazing. He's becoming comfortable that the rookie receivers, two undrafted rookies, are catching the ball yeah. and being really good. Well, so, technically,
2: Mickens is a second year player, but for all intents and purposes, he's a rookie. He's, to me, he's a rookie, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and the offensive line's playing better. He's just becoming more comfortable in who he is and what his role is. Not to mention
1: Hackett is helping him tremendously. Yeah, what I, they're doing. I think the I think the coaching staff is really doing a great job on the, the shallow crosses yep. throughout the season. You always saw them having success with them, mm-hmm. but never really focus on them. Now you're seeing that a lot more, so it's drawing a lot of guys underneath to be able to have. The corner routes, yeah, the post routes open, right. And the wide receivers,
2: there's no question about it. it. It's no coincidence that they started playing better at the same time this is happening. It's no coincidence that the offensive line started playing better at the same time that Bortles started playing better. It's all cohesive right now. It's all working together. And if they can continue it, they're going to be really, really tough out in the playoffs. Uh. Quick notes on the wide receivers. Keelan Cole, 7 catches, 186 yards, a touchdown. Mickens, four catches over 60 <coughs> yards, two touchdowns. Westbrook was not targeted as much. He's it's also no coincidence that this Blake Bortles started happening when Westbrook came into the fold. He's been mm-hmm. very
0: good. Yes, the first week Westbrook really hasn't had a game. Right yeah. of note. And I mean
2: that just Keelan Cole stole, stole the show really. Uh, and Mickens did his thing, too. The offensive line, again, played very well. They allowed just one sack, two total in the last three games. They blocked for a 130-yard rushing performance. Um, the running game wasn't great. Again, Ivory was pretty bad, but everyone else was pretty good for yeah. the running game. So,
0: Are we counting the sack as the one where Bortles ran out of bounds on the scramble? Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with okay. you. because I, I know I'm, they just got one. Snack. I'm pretty sure they counted that as a snack for Brian Kishing. I think that they normally would do that, yeah. But it was like a... Y- I, get, I get your point. Okay. But I'm just, it is what it is. Because oh, if that's counted towards the line, I feel sorry for the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: defense pretty much answered every question you might have gotten from the Seattle game. Uh, but for the one touchdown, which was, again, a pretty deep touchdown pass, you've kind of seen that a lot lately. Uh, against the Jaguars' defense. But it's like, they don't give up anything, they don't give up anything, they don't give up anything, and eventually they give up something. It's like... that's
0: Is Jalen healthy? Jalen's fine. There were some times after plays where he would... Because either he's... There's two options. To me, there's two options. He's either not 100% healthy right now, or at least on Sunday he wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. Or two, he really needs to tighten up a lot of his technique and his... Well, well, probably a combination of both, because he sometimes seems very lackadaisical, and yeah. like he thinks he's too hot shit.
2: I think this season for a guy like him can be hard. At the end of it, you know you're in the playoffs, and you're just ready for it. He's you're ready for the big game. Just rely on talent
1: instead of I think for me, it's frustrating. I don't
2: think he'll do that in the playoffs. No, no, no. But like, he's just kind of ready for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I just think he could be the guy in the NFL. He could be like he will the be. next lockdown I mean, corner. he's top
2: 5 already. Yeah. Easily. He is. There's no doubt about it.
0: sometimes he does he, things that piss me off.
2: Well, maybe once AJ Boy retires, Ramsey can <laughs>
1: take <him laughs> that. You know, know, so.
0: And I know he's on, you
1: know, DeAndre Hopkins. An and it, I mean, you look at the he's on the injury report every single week. Yeah. I mean, he's had nagging injuries and you could even tell on Sunday there were a couple games where he would be slow to get up, get back to the line. All right, here we go. Yeah. But you saw on the mic'd up segment. It's true. He didn't. He didn't want to come out of that game. It's true. I know. He wanted. He was gonna take the penalty. He was very
2: adamant about that. Now, special teams they continue to be special. Mickens had another chunk punt return in this one. Not a. It wasn't seventy yards, but it was a. He had a twenty some odd yarder. Um, Josh Lambeau made his one field goal attempt. He also made six PATs. Brad Norman averaged over 47 yards a punt. Nailed him inside the 23 times. That's exactly what you want to see from a punter. So that was awesome. Great game from the Jaguars. Hopefully continues to build on that foundation of the success they've had lately Uh, up against the 49ers this week in Santa Clara. But before we get to the Jaguars 49ers game, Let's go ahead and do our pop-top segment. (coughs) Hope everybody else is excited as I am. (laughs) So, this is the 8-Bit Wit. And it is a collaboration, if you will, with um, Keg & Coin, which is a new barcade in Riverside. They've got a bunch of old arcade games, craft beer. It's a cool spot. They took over where Beer 30 was. And they also took over the laundromat. Next door
0: is that on King Street?
2: Uh, yeah, right. I think it is on King Street. And uh, yeah, so Bold City's partnering with them to help them with their launch, and uh, you know, another cool spot in Jacksonville. Who doesn't love a barcade? One nineties It's got like all the old arcade We've been talking, games. Like, I feel like I've been talking about this with Chris. Yeah, a while. So it's exciting for sure. Uh, make sure to check them out, Keg and Coin, and this is the Eight Bit Wit. <laughs> And we are popping it right now. Again, thanks to Bold City Brewery, as always, the one and only sponsor of the Jen Jack Podcast. You can find them online at boldcitybrewery.com on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bold City Brewery. And they have two locations: one downtown on East Bay Street, and one in Riverside on Roselle.
0: Here you go, fellas. Y'all want to get into this? Of course. Why not? Oh, here I don't care. I drew a picture for Scott. Oh, that is yeah. a fantastic <laughs> illustration. It's not. It's very <laughs> vulgar and I don't approve of it. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I was listening to the pop top and I was like, God, Scott needs a picture. <laughs> All right.
2: So while we're getting into this beer, we need to start talking playoff scenarios. Playoffs? Playoffs? playoffs. Talking about playoffs? Yes. Ooh, we are boy. talking
1: about playoffs, Allen Iverson slash
2: <laughs> Jim Warham. <Moore. laughs>
1: Man, there was. I've never been as locked in to non-Jaguars games as I have been this year. Watching this the, Steel, good the Steelers-Patriots game was an anxiety attack for yeah. me at the end. It was. It I was, was yelling. I feel like the Steelers fans would say the same that thing. That
2: call. That call. That call. Oh, I hate that rule. Because I honestly feel like. That play was almost the same as the AJ Boye interception. Exactly, that's exactly what I thought. It sucks. It's a touchdown. It got for AJ Boye. They counted it for Jesse James. It barely moved, but it it still looked like it was possession to me. It it sucks. Uh, But the Jaguars are likely to end up with the three seed. Mm -hmm. That means they win the AFC South. Mm that means they get a one home field game, minimum. They could get more depending on who wins and loses, but excuse me, probably one home game. <coughs> and they probably have to play some teams, kind of like Chargers, maybe. No. Ooh. Chiefs. Yes. Uh, Bills, Bills. Ravens. Bills. No. I don't. I don't mind playing the Chiefs. No, I, mean, I want to play the Chiefs. Oh, wait, so the who do you
0: want to play? Chiefs or the Bills. Chiefs give me the, yeah, give me the, uh, the Ravens kind of scare me just cuz the Ravens are used to this and the Ravens are really good. They're football. Playing, they they uh, they got one of the better offenses in the second Chargers half. The Chargers scare me because I just we don't have good luck against the Chargers. I know we beat them Rivers. here. I don't like the the It's something about Philip
2: Rivers. I think I do think about the Chargers though. If the Jaguars have to play the Chargers, that our defense will be a little bit amped up yeah. because of the fact that mm-hmm. They really almost let the Chargers beat them the last time they played, and they left a lot out on the field. They missed a lot of tackles against that little uh, backup running back, Austin Eckler, yeah, and they just didn't play their best football. So I think that could be a factor for the Jaguars if they play the Chargers. Also a factor is the fact that Denzel Perryman's injured. That's huge. I mean, that guy was awesome for their defense against us and awesome for their defense in this run that they've had. Until they lost to the Chiefs recently. But Chargers are scary.
0: Chiefs are scary. See, I personally don't think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. They might not. I really They're a think team they're that does to- like
2: to collapse at the end of the year. They got
0: two pretty difficult games. And I really think they might lose that close game to the Raiders. That's tough. Yeah. So, who knows? I think somebody else might sneak in. I think the Titans find a way to sneak in, personally. I don't know how. I really don't. Well, they're going to go 0-2 to finish the season. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Hopefully. but Hopefully. Like, Hopefully. I don't know who else... Maybe... Like, who else sneaks in, though? Yeah. So, let's go ahead and
2: talk about uh, playoff clinching scenarios this week. All the Jaguars... Or not playoff clinching. Division championship clinching, which would be the first Jaguars AFC South championship. Their first division championship since 1999. Almost 20 years. Uh, which... Back then, they were in the AFC Central. So, all they have to do to lock that up is beat the 49ers. All right.
0: Or, have the Titans lose to the Rams, which is also extremely likely. Yeah. I think we're AFC champs, South champs before we play the game. Right. And before
2: the 49ers. Titans play at 1 p.m. <clears> the Jaguars <throat> play at 4 5. So, the Jaguars could have wrapped up the division prior to kickoff.
1: Let me, let me lay something out for you. Let's say, somehow... The stinking Titans go out, beat the Rams, we handle business, week 17, Sunday night football. Oh, it's about to get flexed too. It's Sunday night football (laughs) for the division? Oh my God. On New Year's Eve. That. On New Year's Eve. That gives me chills. I don't want it to happen. happen. I don't want it to happen. You're way too excited about that. I, I think, think it's, it's, it would it's, just be so exciting. The possibility, to me. the fact that we're, everything on the line, we're talking about
0: the AFC South champions.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't want that to happen. Let's wrap it up right now. Let's yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I mean, I well, all we gotta do is beat the 49ers. Yeah, we beat the 49ers. It Doesn't matter. Yeah, nothing matters. So I don't sure. like your scenario
1: either, Scott. Oh yeah, we would have to lose, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, never out of mind. Out here. Never Too mind. Beers. That sex. ain't happening.
2: I don't know what you got going on, my friend. Smoking something over there. (laughs) But uh, So the Jaguars also could potentially get the number one or two seed in the AFC playoffs. All that has to happen is the Jaguars win their last two games, and the Steelers or Patriots lose a game. So the
0: Steelers have to lose to the Browns? Or or
2: Texans. the
1: Texans. The best chance
2: not likely, but hey, the Browns, 1-15, they're going to try for it. I think the Browns
0: are going to be the one that could do it. The Texans ain't going to do it. I agree. I think the best odds are the Bills Bills beating the Patriots. Yeah, and I mean, you
2: know, the Jets probably won't beat the Patriots. The Bills have the best chance. Yeah. And I have the Bills beating the Patriots this week. I think the Patriots are going to be drained from that game. I think the Jets the could beat
0: them. I really do think either the Bills or the Jets could beat it the could Patriots. Have. If Josh McCown was still the quarterback, That's, that's I would true. maybe I think, losing think, Josh think about that. But,
1: but they're, they're signing Bryce Petty. Yeah, that's not oh. true.
0: Is it not somewhat of a – could it be a blessing in disguise? And I heard – I think Hayes Carline was talking about this uh, this week. Jaguars, this team with no experience in the playoffs other than one or two guys, getting a bye and then being kind of just – Almost off of that. that well, high, it's a little yeah. more than one or two guys, but, well, know, but like the I'm thinking I can main see guys. That. Barry We've Church got, has playoff experience. Barry Church, Keletis, Campbell does. Malik Jackson does. Maybe,
1: maybe an, um,
2: uh, on the offensive line, you got a couple guys that have playoff experience. Well, Jeremy Parnell does. And yeah, uh, you know, kind of, you're right. That's but, I mean, Mercedes Lewis. A, that's,
0: but a very young, yeah. inexperienced team. Yeah, it's almost better for this team to play that first round. The wild card. I know we don't wanna think that. You're not taking a week off. You're not it's taking, just the same schedule. Yeah, you're just going. It's, it's, nothing changes. I, I don't can know. see that. I, I want to not play to one less game. We would have had if if the Steelers would have won and we go win out, which is I'm saying is gonna happen, we might get a very experienced, kind of pissed off Tom Brady coming yeah. in. And that as our scare. first game in the playoffs. I mean I just personally think yeah. that this could be the better road. And it's it it's, could be it's not the easiest necessarily, it, but it I think could it could be, be the better.
1: Yeah. but you're still not gonna try no you' to never, not no. do as good as you possibly you always want the best thing as, yeah. as a growing team it's probably what they need to get as much experience under their belt I, I don't, don't necessarily agree with that but yeah all I know is you can
2: my, argue either way but it, I mean just I, saying that you have to win a game during the wild card yeah. or not win a game I, you want to sit
1: yeah, yeah I, I mean yeah. you want the bye week yeah you you get healthy. I get that you guys are saying, but but I think it's a little crazy. What's going to happen is,
0: we're just going to win the whole thing. It doesn't matter. All right. That's (laughs) beautiful. Simple as that. Either we win two games or we win three Uh, games. It doesn't matter.
2: (laughs) Now, um, last point for the
0: playoffs. At this point, the Jaguars
2: still could host the AFC Championship. I'm going to go ahead and say
0: no. Yes, but no. It's possible. I'm a s I want to say no because I don't think
1: financially I could handle that burden right now. And I know I'm, I would have to do it. I'm I'm worried because I was like a year or two ago I was like, if the Jaguars ever get to the Super Bowl, I'm going. I don't know if I can afford it. I didn't I don't want it I didn't want it to be this yeah, early. About that. I'm gonna do it. I don't care. I'll yeah. take out a loan, do whatever I have to do. I sell my
2: child. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it for the playoffs. I mean, win in, your, win in your division champ and you get a home game in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, Just do it. Oh, Just get it done this week. God. Speaking of winning, the Jaguars have to beat the 49ers this week. Let's get into our Jacks 49ers preview. Uh, obviously, the number one topic in 49ers land is Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Jimmy GQ. What a game. What
2: do yeah. we think about Jimmy? He's uh, a good football
1: player,
0: he's a beautiful human being. God, he's beautiful. <laughs> he should be on GQ magazine. Seriously. They call well, him Jimmy GQ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, two, he's playing extremely well. Mm-hmm. Not the best, but he's playing well. I think he's playing as previewed as people thought he would play. Um, he's 5-0 and o in his first career, five career starts, which mm-hmm. is impressive. Three um, so far with the 49ers. Two with the Patriots. Yeah. Um, and he's playing... Some not so good teams, but he's playing good enough football to take a not so good team to the past what mm-hmm. three wins? They've won three in a row after yeah. starting one and ten. So I think that doesn't tell you something. I I would say he bothers me, but like he he worries me, but he doesn't. I don't think any quarterback right now worries we, me we've other than better. yeah. I think we've beaten a lot. Much better. better. I got much more worried. Better.
1: I got much more worried with his name at quarterback as opposed to CJ Bethard, but. At this point, who in the NFL scares you, Tom, Tom, Tom. Brady? Because he's got Gronk and he's Tom. the best Tom all time. Tom and Philip Rivers. Philip yeah. Rivers, think, but even then, he didn't. If, we well, played him already, and he didn't
0: light us up. No, but I think he the fact him. that he gets the ball out so quick, we yeah. like sack him a lot. I think a Ben Roethlisberger, we sack a lot. Oh yeah. So, but uh, Jimmy G to me right now, just how they're playing and how the Jaguars are playing makes this matchup very, very. Intriguing yeah. for the whole NFL.
2: He'd be scarier if he had better supporting cast. Yeah, right now, Marquise Goodwin and Garrett Selleck are both playing really well. I mean, Marquise Goodwin's now on pace to have a 1,000-yard season. He's got Gator Killer, Matt Breida, I think, in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, um, and their offensive line's not great. Joe Staley's a great player. I think but, I saw uh,
1: Zane Beatles
2: yeah. playing. <laughs> Yeah, for them. unfortunately he's a backup but he does have to play sometimes um so you're not too worried about them and i would like to pump the brakes a little bit on jimmy g people are talking about him in the same vein as they're talking about blake bortles right now in terms of the why they've been playing over
0: the last three weeks and that's just ludicrous it's because jimmy g is a new face well and he's for the 49ers. And he's the, the I just think it's the fact that Jimmy G was, the talks was a been about him yeah. for how long.
2: He's been an NFL darling yeah. forever. Yeah. I get it. It's been and years Blake in the Bortles. making waiting to see
1: this guy exactly. get on the football. I get table. it. But
2: my point is he's not playing nearly as well as Blake Bortles right now. Bortles' completion percentage is way higher right now. Although Jimmy G's is very good. It's in the mid sixties, I believe, maybe high sixties. Um, Blake Bortles has <sighs> thrown seven touchdowns to zero interceptions this month. Jimmy G's only thrown three touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh he's got the yardage, but he's playing against Houston, Chicago, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's playing some of the worst football in the league right now, and you know what's going on with
1: Houston and Chicago. I mean, he put three he threw for 380 yards against the Titans, and it was a field goal fest. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Like I don't think Jimmy G's going to I don't think I don't see any scenario where the Jaguars lose this game. I just—it's on paper. There's nothing that jumps out that's like, "Oh, the Jaguars might have it." I Struggle. think
1: this is the one where we finally snap the West Coast. Yeah, I just hangover.
0: Was. What scares me the most about the 49ers is the fact—the same thing that scares people about the Jaguars—they're just playing good football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody, Ruben Foster, nobody I mean. wants to play a team that's playing good football, no matter how I'm talented. I'm fine with playing them. I don't care. But it's just no matter how talented. The only is, issue
2: I would have for the Jaguars this week. Is if the Titans lose and they're just like, "Oh, we won the division, we're
0: good." Yeah, you know, I think they've proven though. I don't think Marone's they going that happen. Yeah, I don't think that that bothers them. TVs I don't are going to be all in that about locker room. They're, so. <laughs> they're very focused
1: on their goal, mm-hmm. and I think they bought in. But I, I insulate all yeah. the outside noise and just I stay in this locker room and with as a family.
2: Like I said, Houston, Chicago, and Tennessee. They don't have this type of defense that the Jaguars no. has. Yeah. The Jags D is first in sacks, first in pass defense, first in points allowed, first in yards per attempt passing, second interceptions, second total turnovers, third in total yards allowed. I mean they are a historic defense. Yeah. And they're fantastic
0: and Jimmy G, I do not think he's gonna have an answer. I don't he
1: has no receiver that you can line up against a number one corner. Look 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 That's at what the hurts. quarterbacks we've already gone up against, and compare them to Jimmy Garoppolo. I, think I also take, think, take the
0: quarterbacks out of it, though. Yeah,
2: I also True. think though that offensive line is going to struggle. Yeah, against yeah. the Jaguars' defensive line, Joe Staley's their only consistent player. Trent Brown's been pretty good this year in pass protection, but awful in run defense. And I mean it doesn't really matter who you're sticking against some of the Jaguars' pass rushers at times, whether they're good or not. And then you look at their interior line. Malik is going to feast. Lakin Tomlinson, who I really liked a couple years ago in the draft at guard, he's not playing well. Uh, Brandon Fusco, he's playing okay in pass protection and okay as a run blocker. And Daniel Kilgore at center, he's struggling in both. So, I mean, these are guys that Malik Jackson, Marcel Darius, Avery Jones... Are sh- they should be taking
0: advantage of. I mean, does is Marquise Goodwin... To me, it comes down to... Just, is Marquise Goodwin a number one receiver in the no. NFL? No. He's not dangerous, only. but he's... But he's not a number one. Yeah. And the only teams that have given us trouble this year have had mm-hmm. number one receivers. Yeah. A dude that could go out there and compete with Jalen Ramsey and Boye. They don't have that guy. Yeah, and the... Getting to the other side
2: of the ball, the Jaguars offense versus the 49ers defense... Uh, the 49ers' pass defense is just flat-out not good. Do they have a pass defense? Uh, against In their last three games that are all wins, they played Mitch Trubisky, TJ Yates, and Marcus Mariota, and each of those quarterbacks has eclipsed to 100 passer rating.
1: I mean, <laughs> that's pretty shocking. Yeah, Mar- Mariota actually had a pretty good game against them, and he's been atrocious. All three of those guys if,
0: I mean, if Bortles goes over 100 QBR, like we're winning the game. Yeah, right I don't up. care who we play. Like, yeah. I feel pretty confident. So that you know diminishes the 49ers' chances. Yeah, their run
2: defense has been playing better as of late. But, I mean, the Titans, again, their run game was once stellar. It's not looking like it once was. Uh, the Bears, they have Jordan Howard as a good back, but nothing special. I mean, the Texans don't have much of a running game right now. That run defense hasn't played the Jaguars rushing offense no. in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't think it's good. Ruben Foster is he's an great animal, though. He's fantastic player. Field.
2: Absolutely fantastic. Hunter knows. Yeah. Oh, I, I love Ruben Foster. <laughs> but uh, I just don't see it for the 49ers this week.
1: Yeah. No. I don't and know. does anybody? We didn't mention the most important part. Andrew Catalan and James Lofton in the booth. Alright, let's get it going. We got the group back together.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, uh, keys to victory for me is just Blake playing well. And he doesn't even necessarily have to, but when when Blake has not thrown for 250 yards in a game this year, the Jaguars have uh, all of their losses have come in that when he hasn't thrown for 250 yards. And so I think Get 250 or get 250-ish. Like, I don't think 250 is some magic number for no. Bortles, but I think it represents having an effective day passing the ball. Yeah. If Blake Bortles plays well passing the ball, I don't see any reason the Jaguars should have a close game.
1: Yeah, he threw 250 to Cole and Mickens alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, he sure did. So, yeah, what you guys have any, anything specific no. you think the Jaguars need to do, just play their game?
0: Yeah, I don't think... Very few times this year, really, they've had to do anything specific. Yeah. Like other than, the, I mean, maybe the Seahawks game, but like, just go out and play football. Like, don't do anything different than you've done every week this year. Like, just go out and play. Bortles plays clean.
2: I will say the defense does need to be ready for some weird shit from Kyle Shanahan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, just play. Like, yeah, I
1: agree. I would say get after it. From, I I want there to be from the first snap. An aggressive vibe to the game. I want them to engage the players because I don't want them looking forward. No, I don't want this to be a Jets game. Yeah, so don't make them come, come out sleepwalking. Exactly. Yeah, I think it just
0: it has this feeling that the city is really hungry, but I think the team and the players in the locker room have almost taken on the mindset that the city has. I agree. They're mm-hmm. hungry. And no matter how long they've been here, from Mercedes Lewis all the way down to, you know, like, a first-year guy, they all have that same hunger like the random fan in the city has. Yeah. You can just tell, yeah. like, the way Telvin Smith talks
1: and, God, yeah. and and such, post-game stuff. They embody the city. They, they really do. do. And Listening th- to Telvin Smith talk, you just run through a wall for are just. Guy. I think they're oh, ready goodness. to go out and just...
0: They don't give a shit what people in the <laughs> yeah. national media have said, and they really don't. And I think they're just ready to go out and almost just give a giant middle finger to everybody. Not no doubt. all yeah prove you. that Duval's back, and so I don't think it's gonna be close. Yeah, I'm with
2: you. So score predictions? Do we want to do a little bit of that? Sure. The over the
0: the we what the Jaguars have? I think four. They gave them four. Yeah, four and a half. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna say they're covering the spread.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's pretty safe. Okay. <laughs> that's easy. What's
0: your score though? 31 to 10. Nice. That's a good one. Was, yeah,
1: that's yeah, It's pretty close to me. I yeah. was going to say I was going to say 30-13. Just pretty comfortable game. Might be a little bit sketchy in the first half. That's yeah, I think they I think they might sneak a field goal or something yeah. early. and then just Marquis I'm giving him a a touchdown and and a little extra because Marquise Goodwin is one of those guys where he can he can he can go deep and it really hurt you. All
2: right, I'm going forty two seventeen. Forty Burger. I agree that I think maybe some weird crap happens with the 49ers offense. Marquise Goodwin gets a deep touchdown. Maybe they get a couple drives with Jimmy going uh, and get some field goals. So, um, I think, and I just don't think the 49ers' defense matches up with the Jaguars' yeah. offense. So, that's what we're looking at. Around the AFC South, we already know Titans are playing the Rams. If the Titans lose, they will drop to 8-7, and seven, and they will also concede the AFC South to the Jaguars. Uh, the Rams just beat the crap out of the Seahawks. Titans are flailing right now. Good chance Rams are going to get that done. And... Another step towards the Titans not being in the playoffs. Uh, Steelers at Texans. You really don't feel like the Texans can do that one for you. But it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Just do us a solid, please. Will well, you? Tell do the Titans play Steelers. the Rams.
1: One. It's an East Coast game. I thought it
0: was at the Rams. No, it's at Rams. It's at.
1: I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. Is it? Oh, is it in LA? I thought it was at. No, I thought it, it was in, in LA. LA. Why not? If
0: it's at one here. I don't think it's at 1 here. Maybe I'm, speaking, maybe I'm talking oh,
2: wait, about it in my head. No, it's, it at the ra- it's at the Titans. Yes? Okay. That was correct. That. It
0: is at the Titans. So I was going to say, a 1 o'clock kickoff. Because I know it's a 1 o'clock kickoff.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's
0: on local stations.
2: Yeah, so Rams, Titans, 1 o'clock
0: at Tennessee. Um, oh, man, so the Titans have to lose a, a New Year's Eve and a Christmas Eve game <laughs> at home? That sucks. I'm so happy. Imagine the mayonnaise they're going to eat. Just crying
1: into their mayonnaise instead of... Steelers (laughs) are
2: probably going to take care of the Texans. Texans a step closer to being one of the top draft picks in the NFL this year. And the Colts are at the Ravens. For me, I'm fine if the Ravens make the playoffs, yeah. so I don't really care either way I, with that one. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think the Colts are... Maybe go Colts because you want them to get not as good a draft pick. I think the Colts are like, they're almost like what the Jaguars were the past couple of years. At any moment, they could beat a team just because they have that talent, but I'm going to pick the Colts to win. Alright,
2: cool.
1: I like it. Just because Ravens got to come down to Earth eventually. That's fine.
0: And I like the Captain Andrew Luck Twitter, there, so that's that's going <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. Apparently, you got a picture. Of there's the a pace. de
1: facto AFC South game, not just necessarily AFC South, but just a one to keep an eye on for Jaguars fans. Patriots Bills. Right. It's going to be huge if the if the Bills, Bills can win. somehow win. If the
2: Bills beat the Patriots. The Jaguars will
0: jump to the two seed. <laughs> yeah. They're in the driver's seat at least for the two seed. Well then, Definitely. yeah. I mean, well, they'd have to beat the Texans. Or Titans. Sorry.
2: No, well, yeah, they would. But like just after this week, if the Jaguars yeah. beat the 49ers and the Thank Patriots you. lose to the Bills, then the Jaguars take the two seed and win heading into week 17.
1: And they control their own destiny.
0: Right. God, for the two seed.
2: Divisional
1: yeah. round game at home <laughs> in January.
0: Beautiful time. So I already opted in. I'm, I got my tickets. <laughs> Same and here. I'm good to go.
2: And those are not cheap. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for the show. I had a great time today. Um happy to have my co hosts back with me this week. You can follow Scott Klein on Twitter at Scott Klein one. Hunter at coach H underscore Evans. Oh yeah, and who was your uh your guy that you coached? I know this is just a random thought, but I think it's cool no, to share with our audience. Yesterday yeah, uh, yeah.
0: GT Wood. Okay. Receivers going to Liberty. So. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, Rashad Jennings graduated from Liberty. Huh? Hey, he's Liberty is an FBS school now. Yeah, so he's going on doing cool, better things. He wants to be it's an NFL pilot, to. so yeah. Right. So good congratulations him. to him, and congratulations to you for being his coach and <laughs> yeah, one year. Still, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really happy for him.
2: Yeah, that's great. So yeah, good for Creekside, good for Hunter, and um, make sure to check out the website jinjac for all the latest news analysis. Uh, blog posts, podcasts, videos. We've got some of the coolest Jags merchandise around, unofficial Jaguars fan gear.
0: The coolest.
2: Yeah, AJ is my boy. Hey, Lord Ramsey, Jackson 5's coming out, Saxonville. We've got it all going on. So yeah, go check it out, jenjag.com. And you can follow myself at Jordan Delugo. If you want to, you can come out to the watch party this weekend with us uh, at Bricks Taphouse, 4.05 p.m., Great drink specials all day and we'll have Gin Jag merchandise out there. That will be the last chance to get Gin Jag merchandise before Christmas. So if you're trying to give it as a Christmas present, that's the time to get it. Um, Follow us on social media at Generation Jag on Twitter at Generation Jaguar on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And please review us on iTunes podcast if you can. Follow us on SoundCloud and, uh, Let's go get another W this weekend, get their first West Coast uh, win this year, and probably the first one in a while, and AFC wrap South. up the AFC South. Come be on, on the man. lookout for those AFC South championship shirts when the time arises. We will be posting them pretty quickly. And uh, thanks to Bold City Brewery, one and only sponsor of the Gin podcast. Excuse me. Find them online at boldcitybrewery.com, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bold City Brewery. And they have two locations, one on Roselle in Riverside, and one downtown East Bay Street. Thanks again to Bold City Brewery. Thanks to all of our listeners. Thanks to Duval for being so savage. <laughs> Duval. <laughs> That's right. No. And uh, just have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Have a Merry Christmas. And if you're Jadavian Clowney, have a merry Trashmas. (laughs) Trashmas, that's hard to say. Uh, Not a great delivery, but still a funny joke. So uh, that's going to do it for us. Talk to you later next week. Hopefully we'll come back with that division championship when we talk next week. Popping bottles. Yeah, we might as well bring some champagne onto the show if we do that. But that's going to do it for us. Talk to you later, Duval.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the GenJag Podcast with your host, Jordan DeLugo. Online at GenJag.com. Twitter at GenerationJag. Facebook and Instagram
1: at Jaguar. Block and teal all day. We'll catch you next time.